Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye Meditation Podcast. We're so happy you can join us tonight. We've been sitting and thinking about some ideas for the show recently, and even though we were talking about doing something for uh, lucid dreaming, we've been thinking about doing some other things, but we're still waiting. We're still in this process of moving, and as a matter of fact, tonight, I'll apologize in advance, we have some sensitive recording equipment, but we're not in the new studio. Uh, we have some babysitting going on in the background, so you'll probably hear a lot of background noise in this episode, but that's okay. We're going to go through this because this whole episode is basically dealing with stuff like that. Hannah is here in the studio for this hey. one. Yeah, no, I missed you on the last one. I missed everyone. Yeah, so I'm glad to have you here. We're both beat. We're in the process of moving, uh, the selling of a house, the buying of a house. There's a lot of stress on Hannah. There's a lot of stress on me because I got personal things going on too as well. But we decided to bring that sort of emotion to this show because this is real life. Hannah and I... We're real people. We sit behind these microphones. We go on Facebook. And we bring you our thoughts, ideas, and we want everybody to be positive. But we go through our own struggles in life, and we want people to understand that. We go through these struggles, as does everybody else. So the way we deal with things, sometimes we feel that might help you. And Hannah and I... We're always about helping. It means a lot to us if you reach out to us and say, hey, the stuff you talked about really helped me. And that's what we're going to try and do on this episode here tonight, as exhausted as we are with everything that's been going on. He's very exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So this here episode is being recorded on 322 2023 maybe when you're listening to this 10 years from now we'd already be moved in and we're on a whole nother chapter of our lives by then but for right now in this present moment we're going through some struggles i'm going through the financial dis- disasters we're doing the moving and we got all that going on um so I have this idea, and this episode is called Painting a Better Picture. So what does that mean? So I came up with this. When you're in a bad spot, when you're in a rough spot, things aren't going according to plan, everybody has this image in their head of what's going on. And sometimes that picture doesn't look very promising. It could be very dark. It could be very scattered. And now I'm speaking metaphorically, but there are some artists out there and some people like to paint. So maybe this applies a little bit to you guys that understand colors and emotion in your paintings. But anybody else like me who can't paint at all. Me either. Yeah, so we don't have that talent. But... There's a mental image in your head all the time. What you need to do is take that image that's in your head or something that you're drawing and change it. 
Start changing the images to suit the way you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Bob Ross was really great for this. Even though he wasn't really doing anything like this uh, for, you know, mental uh, breakdowns or anything. He painted, but remember, he didn't just paint trees. He painted happy little trees. Now, if you think about that for a second, that's what you know him for. Every time you look at his paintings, those trees are happy little trees. And that one thought that he put into those images changes everything. It changes the entire picture, changes the scenery, the emotions of that painting. And that's what you need to do inside of your head. So, it's hard if you're not doing it artistically on paper with, you know, your paint or whatever. But in your head, that's where we live. That's where we have our struggles. That's where life is the most confusing. And that's why you're always thinking, oh, I'm having such a rough time and the situation is so bad. And then every time you close your eyes, it could be voices, it could be bad images, You got to take your time and start changing that Mm -hmm. little by little. So I presented this to Hannah like seconds before we went on the air. So I don't know how if this image to you works or if you see it my way. I definitely see it your way. Um, What I would add is, is like those images that you have in your mind. Like for me personally, um, it's like I would say to change your color scheme. So with me, when I get into high stress situations, it's like I see dark. And for me, I'm a very colorful person. You know, I try to find the calm within the chaos. So for me personally, I will take that image or feeling or emotion in my br- in my brain in my mind and I'll slowly start to you know include color into the picture because what you need to remember is that there's always a bigger picture for everything and right now you may not see the dark in that but you will find the meaning of that picture or you will find the color in the picture You know, not everything is black and white, you know, and when you're seeing those dark images or dark colors, how did those dark colors come about? They had to come from those bright colors and you can break down that black and white and get back to the color in your life, you know, the positive. And this is why I presented this to Hannah. Just before going on the show, I didn't explain to her what painting a better picture meant until we just got on the air. And I do that because it's the same way with you. I'm presenting you with something. And it's really nice to hear the way somebody else analyzes that. Everybody's different. Yep. Everybody has their own emotions. Everybody has their own way of dealing with everything. And so what I have pictured in my head, you can interpret it a different way. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why I appreciate the way you're saying it. And yes, colors. It doesn't have to be a whole image or scenery. It could be a single color. You could go from dark black to bright white, bright yellows, anything pastel, anything that's going to make mm -hmm. you happy. I think a lot of people can relate to this when they get angry. They see red. Yes. And with me, that is a big thing, you know. I get really angry in my head. I see red. And, you know, it's even physical sometimes. Like, you just see the red. It's not even just in your brain, you know. You physically see it. And I've gotten to a point in my life where I can analyze the red before I react. Mm. And I slowly change that red to maybe, you know, an orange or a pink. Um, and I deal with the situation better than I would have let's say even maybe three years ago you know it's all about like you said painting a different picture you know like I said from three years ago if I saw red I'd react right away and you know I blame it on my being a Leo <laughs> I'm fiery but now I get angry and I'm so quick to just analyze why I'm angry and all the different scenarios on you know, if I'm going to choose to see red and react or if, like I said, I'm going to change it to an orange or a pink and then act in the way that I feel is best. And I'm going to say probably 98% of the time I now analyze and react way differently and more healthy. That makes a lot of sense. And to change perspective, when you're angry and you're seeing red, you could change it, like you said, to a pink. So you could change the color, subdue it a little bit mm -hmm. more. But let me throw this one at you. If you're seeing red in anger, some people associate red with roses and yeah. love. Changing your perspective helps, mm -hmm. too, in this. So you may be able to change seeing the color to something different where somebody might can't change that color mm -hmm. but they could associate that color with something else rather which than i anger. actually you know to add i do that because mm -hmm. you know i can be mad at my husband and i can see red at him because he's irking me to my soul <laughs> you know he's a leo too so we're fiery at each other you know and when i'm seeing that red sometimes it's hard to not see the red and i'll just be like you know but i love you and I don't want to act that way towards you. So, you know, I am changing my view and being like, okay, I'm allowed to be angry. Like you're allowed to see red. And I think that's what people need to understand. But like you said, just changing your way of view or perspective. I'm looking at that because I will see red with my husband. But I, like you said, you'll see roses or hearts and love. And you're like, okay, I love you. And I shouldn't react that way because it's a reflection on yourself, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so these little lessons coming from two real people to everybody out there that's real. Listen, we're all human beings and we all have emotion. We carry emotion with us every single day. You could even have emotion when you're sleeping through your dreams and all. Those dreams are mm -hmm. changing your emotions and all. And you don't really have too much control over those dreams unless you're lucid dreaming. 
which we're going to be doing a topic hopefully soon on that. But we need that picture in our heads to also evolve. We can write a story. We can write uh, or just draw different pictures daily as our emotions change. Because it doesn't make any sense to just change the painting when we're angry or in a rough spot. When you're really happy, draw that happy. Visualize it. It'll help boost that uh, emotion and it'll help you carry it longer. Mm -hmm. And like even like he was saying, like you're drawing that emotion. That doesn't mean like physically drawing. I mean, if you can, that's great. But also just keep that picture in your mind and, you know, put it in a little folder. I say like my brain is a filing cabinet. Like keep it in your little folder of your happy moments. Um, So that way you can reflect on that. You know, you're having a bad day. Pull that picture out of your folder Mm -hmm. and, you know, say, you know, today wasn't the best day, but... I remember that picture. I remember that moment. And you'll, how I look at it is, is that you'll realize that, you know, not every day is going to be a good day, but you've had good days and don't dwell on it. Mm -hmm. Always remember that picture and be grateful for that picture. Yeah, your good memories, if you could create your good memories by drawing these pictures, putting them away for that rainy day, when you need that uplift. You could do it with uh, photography too as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, There's nothing wrong with stopping and taking a picture of something that's A picture is worth a thousand words. It is. And and for people that have short-term memory loss like myself and all, sometimes it's good. You have that photograph now, something to go back and look on and say, wow, I was in my darkest place at that moment, but I took this photograph And it really changed my perspective. I want to add that, yes, do that for good moments and not to turn this dwell or anything like that, but take pictures of your sad moments. I've done that in the past and I look back at it now and it's a reminder of what, if I ever question my worth. You know, like I'll look back at pictures that I've taken, you know, and I felt at my worst. And, you know, I'm like, I did not deserve that. And I will never allow anyone or even myself to make me feel that way ever again. You know, take those sad pictures. Remember those sad pictures. Don't dwell on them because they're in the past and you can't change it. But keep yourself and others to a standard for your better well-being I like that too so painting a picture doesn't necessarily have to always change the moment you do want to hold on to it because we did speak about this like yeah allow yourself all emotions Mm -hmm. regardless of what they are that's part of the human process it's a matter of we just don't want to be stuck in in the negatives yep but you're all saying, you know, even for future reference, those sad moments, those angry moments, whatever, retain those pictures too, just as a reminder of where you are or where you how might you, not want to be again. How far you've came. And how far you came. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. 
and that's really good advice mm -hmm. so you're the inner workings like you could become an artist just by thinking about these pictures you know form that picture in your mind whatever it is whatever image you can relate to that emotion at that particular point in mm -hmm. time try and remember it try and draw it mm -hmm. I mean I don't know everybody's artistic levels but if you are artistic in any way it's just like journaling if you don't like sitting writing words down and sentences and coming up with a whole story then draw a picture draw mm -hmm. a picture of that moment right next to it draw a picture of what you really would like it to be mm -hmm. and this way you get to change your mind because once you start drawing or even thinking about that picture changing you're forcing your mind now to actually put in a plan change put that plan in and start manifesting mm -hmm. something better mm -hmm. and you can even like if you're not good at drawing you could even describe the picture by journaling like this is what i'm picturing this is what i want my picture to look at or like you said if you don't like writing do a voice memo on your phone right you know, if you got a tape recorder, awesome too. You know, that'd be so retro. But um, yeah, do that. It can be anything, you know, you want it to be. You can describe that picture by just doing a voice memo or writing it down. Artistry is so powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not to throw off the subject here, but there's actual art therapy. Um, I actually wanted to be an art therapist when I was younger, and then I figured out I did not get my sister's gift of artistry. Um, but there's people out there that can study art, especially in young children, and decipher and describe how these people are feeling mentally and emotionally from their pictures. And I find that so fascinating. Um just because you can break that down and, you know, they can get a game plan on how to help someone. You know, I don't even think that's much of like a, you know, psychologist-like level because I really think artistry is a really personal thing. Right. And most of the time, like I said, it's for children. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's like amazing. Yeah. I wish it would have been something that I would have gone through with. But like I said, I'd be like, oh, a smiley face, you know, like... <laughs> they're happy right. yeah yeah there is art therapy and we even brought up a few good points actually where you're saying if you're not into writing yeah tape it so listen this is me telling you there are no excuses Hannah and I sit here we give you all these tools mm -hmm. it's up to you to use them you can't turn around and say well I can't picture an image in my mind. You're okay. blocking your mind off then. Yeah. You block it, but here's what you can do. Okay, you can't picture something in your mind. That's fine. Google art. Mm -hmm. Go on Google images. Start bringing Type in beautiful paintings. Beautiful paintings by famous artists. And sit and just stare at something. And analyze it. Yes. Because... That's part of the art therapy is like what you're analyzing mm -hmm. is a self-reflection of yourself. You're going to see what you see in that artist's rendition. Yep. I'm going to bring up something completely controversial here. Good. Um, 
tattoos. Yes. A lot of people are like, why would you get that tattoo? Blah, 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 blah. You know? And there are some people out there like me. I'm like, I'm going to get a tattoo of a pineapple just because I want a tattoo of a pineapple. You know, I haven't yet. But um, most of my, well, no, all of my tattoos right now, they paint a story of my life. And I think when you see people out in public, at least for me, I analyze their tattoos. Like, why did they get that tattoo? Why was it so significant that they put that on their body? Um, But yeah, like, it's very controversial with tattoos because people are especially, and not to knock on anybody, but like a lot of religious people, they don't believe in tattoos and things like that. Like, I've, I've had friends in the past, their parents be like, oh why'd you do that to your body you know it's not gonna look good when you're older but it paints a picture of my life you know my first tattoo and the chaos within found balance Mm -hmm. and you know it's a black one side it's black and white yin and yang and then the other side is color just dripping watercolor down and it's it was a time in my life where I was really low the black and white side I was very low I was very chaos chaotic and then something changed for me um I've spoke on this in the past like I just woke up one day and I I felt balanced I felt okay and that's when the color started coming back into my life but I will never forget that chaos moment because I can look back on those pictures and know that I never want to make myself feel like that ever again. And there you go. I I mean, you say it's controversial, but yeah, some people might, but like, I mean, I love tattoos. I love tattoos. Yeah, so. I want like a million. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, I'm the same way. But that is a really good point because how else better to express yourself mm-hmm. than using your own body as a canvas it's your entire yeah. life. We're carrying around this meat bag. Like I said, our souls And I think it's attached. fascinating that you can take an idea to an artist and they can literally see your picture. Like tattoo artists are almost like art therapists. You know what mm. I mean? They can interpret what you want and what your feelings and emotions are for that tattoo and help you create that canvas on yourself. Yeah, yeah and that is... The wonderful thing about tattoos, when you feel good about that tattoo, you're feeling good because it's exactly what you wanted. And you had an artist that was actually able to connect with you on an emotional level. Absolutely. And now it's a permanent part of you. And these things mark all these different staples within Mm -hmm. your life. So you're carrying that record around with you. Yep. And that's just how it is with this whole painting a better picture yeah if you're into tattoos go out and get a tattoo if you want do it draw something if you want speak do verbal recordings Mm -hmm. this is what it's about there are no excuses not to do this I myself I'm going through a lot right now and I sat and I painted a better picture and I said okay I'm Obviously, doing the normal human things, going through each step and everything I got to do to better my life, but I'm painting those pictures as I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking at my life in the future. Your journey. 
Yeah, my journey. Your art profile portfolio. Exactly. I'm painting exactly what I want to see. And it's not exactly a picture perfect. I'm thinking, just like you were saying, just maybe sometimes just solid colors. Yep. You know, but they're positive colors. And then when I do have a better image, sometimes I'm actually coming up with a whole movie script in my mm -hmm. head of what I want to happen. But what I'm more interested in is the outcome. Mm -hmm. And that's always going to be positive, no matter what. I don't care what's happening. I don't care if I painted the pictures and they didn't come out right. I want the outcome to be positive. Yep. Your picture is your own unique own, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, with me, back to the tattoos really quick, I'm going to share something that I've never actually told anyone before. Um, my first tattoo, the Chaos Within Found Balance, is actually on my arm. And I solely got it there on my body because I've always told people I wear my heart on my sleeve. Very interesting. Yes. So I, I like picked that. that specific part on my body for a mental reason. See? So even the placement of the tattoo mm -hmm. holds something I wanted meaningful. to paint that picture for others to know that I was true with my word and that I'm a survivor and I'm a warrior and I wanted to show that off I wanted to show my portfolio my gallery mm -hmm. of my life yeah and I, and I see Again, for those of you who don't know, maybe listening to our podcast for the first time, Pat is a stepdaughter of mine, okay? And like I always said, it's it's one thing to be a dad, but I look at myself as something more, I, you know, I'm more of a friend. And as much as I know how, because how old were you when I... I think maybe 11 or 12. 11, yeah. And so what are you now, 14? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll be 26. Yeah, so... I mean, I've known Hannah long enough, and I always said Hannah is kind of like a reflection of me during my youth. Um, Just she's way more had that same rebellious, you know, streak in her. So I understood her, but even me, I still learn things from her, and I'm still extremely appreciative of her because she does. She does wear her heart on her sleeve. If somebody reaches out for her for help, She's going to give it to you no matter how, you know, no matter what's going on in her life. I can mm -hmm. honestly, truthfully say that it's the whole reason I had her sit in one day on a Facebook Live and then say, that's it. You're now part of Third Eye Meditation mm -hmm. 100% because I can sit here now in these podcasts instead of talking to myself. I can have this difference of opinion or these better insights because, yeah, I can come to you like just before going on air and say, okay, this is painting about a picture and this is what I think it is. Mm -hmm. And then you could give me feedback on what it is mm -hmm. in your mind. And then that helps me understand the entire audience that they have all different ideas too. Mm -hmm. So, you know I'm always so appreciative I know. of you. <laughs> mm. But it's great. It's great that you do share that. Because it, it's true. This goes for anybody at all. Again, as human beings, we're going to have so many different emotions. We're going to have so many bad days. But why always live on that negative? You don't want to. You can't. You paint that better picture. Paint a better picture. 
not only for yourself, and now this here, all right, it's not controversial. I can't think of anything controversial at the moment, but sometimes you want to paint that picture for those around you as well. Mm-hmm. If you're surrounding yourself with happy people, you're going to be happy yourself. Yeah. But you don't want to always please everybody all the time. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know, so drawing those pictures or painting those pictures, make sure it's a positive, but also make sure it's real. Don't be unrealistic. Right. Don't draw that beautiful little happy trees around when you are in a very negative space at that moment. You want to draw something that lets people understand where you're at, but just letting them know, it's like, hey, I don't not want you around, but this particular moment, I want to set some boundaries while I'm in this space. I don't want you in this scene of my picture, of my story. Right. You can, I mean, look, we got phones now, we take pictures and we can instantly Photoshop out the background. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing that if what you're going up through in the moment involves other people, then erasing them out of that picture. Use your eraser and just draw over them. Superimpose something better over them. Whatever it takes to remove those people. And see, when you're doing it neck on a, an artistic level or on a mental level, this helps because we know we can't just get rid of people. We can shut them out of our lives but they are always going to be there. But in our minds, we could paint them out, Photoshop them out. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I am always one who's going to be very personal with everybody here because I am a soul believer. And I've said this time and time again, that sharing my experiences and being personal with people can hopefully reach someone one day that'll help them. So um, if you've heard our Wednesday wind down shows, or I may have even mentioned it in the last podcast I did, but, um, I actually did fertility for my son. And during that time, I was a mother figure to a lot of my friends and it was mentally exhausting trying to go through fertility and be a crutch for so many people in my life so when I finally got pregnant I said no thank you it was really hard but I painted this picture of my pregnancy and I said I'm not allowing anybody to scribble on my picture and I removed them I erased them I painted over them and you know what I said I love you but I'm being selfish and I'm loving me more because I loved them and nurtured them for so long that it was time for me to nurture me and now nurture my baby that's, you know, I'm growing. And it was the greatest experience, honestly, of my life because it became a permanent boundary in my life, you know, and I didn't allow them to ever be more important than me and now of course my son you know my son comes first he comes before me you know but that is the only person in my life that will ever become be more important than myself to me 
Um, but just to, like I said, to be personal, it is completely okay to do that. And you know, now some of those people that I painted out of my picture, I've slowly painted them back in, but in the background, I'm still the main contrast in my picture. You know, I'm still the main point of focus along with my son and my husband and, you know, my mom and Gary, you know, that's my main picture and they're in the background and I can, you know, smudge them out anytime I want. And it's not putting any less of their worth because they do mean stuff to me and I do love them, but I have that boundary there in that picture. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really important to establish that. It is. And this goes right back to the tools we give you. Mm -hmm. We can sit here and do a million podcasts and get really deep. And I could be so specific on what you can do yeah. to help yourself. And like you were nurturing so many people, but then they latch on. Yeah. You're not learning anything unless you take those tools and start using them for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's important. And it's not even like we're, we're kind of just talking in the open here, but... Even with third eye meditation, if you're going to reach out for us with help, for help, and we're going to give you whatever information we can, and we're going to respect everything about you and say, this is what we feel you should do. And you take that, and then you keep coming to us every single, you're not learning, then you're going to need help on a much higher level. Mm -hmm. Embrace your own power. Empower yourself to take these yeah. tools and become a better person or a higher self or whatever it is you're asking us. Because, yeah, we cannot nurture everybody 24-7, mm -mm. whether it be business-wise or in our personal lives. Yeah, and the people that I, you know, like I said, slowly painted back in my life, they have become so different and they've grown and, you know... Me and my one friend specifically, she's like, we really needed that. Like, I needed that because I became me. And, you know, she's able to interpret things a lot better or even her reactions to things a lot better. And she's like, I really think I needed that. You know, it stung at first. But now it's like she changed her picture of because of me changing my picture, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and that can be the best help you can mm -hmm. give somebody. It's pushing them away. Uh, young birds, they learn to fly by being kicked out of the nest. Yes. Uh, and that's just the process. Look, there's many friends in my life that I had close friends I have zero contact with. And it has nothing to do with nurturing them or anything, but they were very close friends. And it still hurts if I really sit and think about them, but they're not in my life for a reason. Yes. That's the way I always say it. This isn't just friends. This is family too. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with painting out family. If it's toxic, if they're, you know, getting beyond your boundaries, if it's, you know, if it's a negative experience, listen, family or not, I don't care, blood thicker than water nonsense. If they're toxic, if they're harming you, if it's negative, you can paint them out of your picture as yep. well. Your picture is your own. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people struggle with. You want someone to give you your stencil. 
You want someone to give you a coloring book. No. Your paper is plain. Mm -hmm. You draw it. Every artist has their own medium. Yep. So you do what you do, whether it's painting, whether it's drawing, writing, singing, Singing. music. Dancing. Yeah. Or even if you have none of those talents, like I said, just picture it in your head. Yeah. Or try doing it anyway. You're not going to be somebody famous. I'm no, I'm like, I'm no Shakira or, you know, Adele, but... I sing my heart out. I dance in my car and I don't care who's watching. That's me painting my picture. Mm-hmm. There you go. It, it's And again, it's simple ideas like this. If you think, oh, just singing, you know, in your car and dancing in your car, it's, it's just simple advice. Well, it is. I record it sometimes. And there you go. Some people record it sometimes. I do. Why I look not? back on those moments. Yeah. A year later, not? something pops up like my memories or something. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Wow. I remember that. Yes. You know what I mean? I remember that high feeling that I had Uh and what made me so happy. I remember that picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I've done it too. You go, you do really stupid things. But it makes you happy. And you record it. But you're right. You do. You look back at it and you say, wow. Yeah, I was having such a blast at that time. Mm -hmm. And then since you think, I'm going to recreate that again. Yeah, like today... Yeah, another personal thing today, something on my memories popped up and it was a picture of me two years ago, maybe. And it was a day, I remember it, clear as day, I had a really bad panic attack and I don't have them often anymore. Um, But it was a really bad one. I had blotches all over my face. My face was completely swollen. I was absolutely miserable in the moment and I remember what made me so miserable and this morning I was staring at the picture for a good five minutes and I was like you know what I painted the person out of my life that made me feel that way Mm -hmm. and you know also it was you know, I painted this negative person out of my life. And then in that moment too, I was also dealing with my infertility stuff. And I looked at my son and I was like, I knew my better picture was coming. It took time, but it was there. So I had that to reflect on this morning. And it, you know, it made me extremely happy because of how far I've came, come. And, you know, your picture never stops changing. And is it difficult to paint those people out of your thing? it's not it's not it's like you said it hurts sometimes Mm -hmm. because there were good memories but they're memories Mm -hmm. they're in the past yeah you had good memories and how I look at it for me is that you know the people who have like I said the person that's no longer in my life anymore her and I we had the greatest of times it was like she was my twin flame you know and I look back and I'm like, wow, we had some good times. Like I miss her so much, but I remember how she made me feel and the negative that she made me feel outweighed all the good memories I had. And that's why she's still not in my picture, but it makes me wish her all the best, you know? Those good memories prevent me from having the hate or negative thoughts in my heart and in my mind for her. 
I've cleared that, you know, it's in the past and I can't change that. And I wish her well, I wish her best. And that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. It, it's absolutely important. And you're touching on a twin flame. And I think a lot of times when you have those twin flames, somebody that's so close, so exact to you, it's a conflict because it can be only one you. Mm-hmm. And after a while, you start realizing that that twin flame is not exactly like you. And you start finding out the differences. And then those differences sometimes wind up hurting. And it can actually wound. I mean, I've been in situations like that, too. I've had people that I was very, very close with. And yeah, and they're no longer there. But you're so exact. You're so connected. Then after a while, you realize that there is a difference because there's only one. You were you. with me. It was like I I was suffocating myself with her. Mm-hmm. So it was important for me to be me mm-hmm. and not judge my choices on her. You know, I've been blessed where I've had a couple twin flames in my life. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I know there's some crazy stuff there's going like, out we, there outside yeah, of the studio. Again. My yeah. son. <laughs> yeah, we did see this babysitting going on in the background, so that's what you're probably hearing all the uh, disasters in I the know. background. He's a boy, so he just runs around and throws yeah. stuff like it's his job, because it is. Um, he's painting his own pictures. He is. Yep. But, you know, I've been, you know, blessed, I would say, to have twin flames in my life, um, and they've all given me life experiences and you know, emotions that I will carry for the rest of my life because there are reflections and pictures that I can reflect on mm-hmm. and learn from right. for the rest of my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my twin flames, um, he was my best friend. He did pass away back in 2015. So, you know, I still have a really hard time with that. But, you know, I think you touched base on this before. It's like you can have multiple soul soulmates in your life, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily have to be like a lover soulmate. It's like your friend soulmate, and he was like my twin flame, my soulmate. So I still struggle with that, but I always keep his picture physically and in mind um, with me because I feel like you know on a spiritual level, I always have him for my guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, the. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but everybody that comes into your life comes in for a meaning. Yeah. You know, twin flames, complete opposites. Yeah. Uh, sometimes even negative people. Mm-hmm. They're in your life to teach you a lesson, to give you guidance, to be a part of you, yeah. even if it is for yeah. a brief moment. Mm-hmm. To push your greater scheme for your picture, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're they like, can sometimes be the one that's holding your hand to paint that picture. Yep. And then they go. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It is. It's, and it is. It's, there's always the emotional part, but that's our human side. Mm-hmm. When you're in your meditative state, when you're in your higher self, you realize these things. You realize that they were in your life for a reason. Yeah. They shaped you. They've given you something. They gave you different colors to paint. Yes. So you have that. Mm-hmm. You always have that. Always respect. 
the people that come into your life, even the negative ones, because they're teaching you. Like I said, paint those sad pictures so right. you can reflect on them, not dwell on them, right. not dwell on them. You mm-hmm. cannot change the past. You can change how you react to mm-hmm. it. Right. You're only concerned about your current moment and future. And right. even with the future, don't focus on it so hard because what is going to be is going to be. Mm-hmm. All you can do is paint the picture of what you want it to be and manifest it. Right. And go back to our previous um, podcast, Past, Present, and Future. The present moment, that's all that matters. Yeah. The future has not yet happened. So. You don't want to worry about it because you're mm-hmm. worrying about something that has not happened. So anything you worry about is your own thought. It's the own pictures that you're painting. So focus is on mm-hmm. the current moment, even if the current moment is not so good. It's going to change. That's mm-hmm. constant. We're not going to be in a constant state of fear, or a constant state of sad. You could change it by painting that different picture because that picture is going to change the future. Yeah. Agreed. So we are on a new website. Speaking of listening to our past podcasts. Now I'm going to have a link in the synopsis of this because it's a little bit more difficult than just thirdeyemeditation.net. If you go to thirdeyemeditation.net, it's still up and it might be up for another year, but we're, I'm not keeping it active. I took a lot of the stuff down. Mm-hmm. And the most important thing on there is the link to the new website. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying a lot of money for the new website, but I want everybody to go there. All right. It is uh, thirdeyemeditation.onpodium.co. Again, it's going to be in the synopsis. I'll have a link. I just want everybody to go there, visit it, sign up. It's totally free, mm-hmm. but you'll get instant access via email whenever a podcast goes up. We have blogs on there, and we have ideas for the future. Yeah. Hannah's going to have an, an advice, advice column. column. I really love that idea where you can anonymously uh, ask for help, and Hannah will put up her fixes to everything and I guarantee you they're going to be really outstanding and insightful and I'm going to be doing uh, meditation lessons because there's going to be a video page as well that's going to probably link to a YouTube Mm -hmm. I think that's how the website works but I'm going to sit down and do like 10 or 15 minute uh, sessions and I'll have them put up on the website and it's going to be exclusive to the website only it's not going to be on Facebook or anything this is why I want to just put everybody on this website because thirdeyemeditation.net I had these ideas but I would have had to pay for so much more bandwidth on podium does it all (laughs) right this on podium I could do it right on that website so look for the link in the synopsis of this podcast this way you'll have it sign up Go on there often. I'm going to try at least get one blog a week, sometimes more. And once we're moved, or maybe now when you're listening to it, you'll see this. Isn't that amazing thinking about it? I'm thinking about somebody listening to this like 10 years from now, and I'm thinking about the paint, or I'm painting that picture of what that website's going to look like 10 yeah. years from now. <laughs> so 
that's good. That's painting my picture. I'm really thinking how great that website's going to be. Uh, but definitely check it out. Third Eye Meditation dot on podium o n p o d i u m dot c o and check out our facebook page too as well i'll have the link down there too we put a lot of effort into that uh mm -hmm. facebook page it's just our way of expressing ourselves getting stuff out there there's a lot of information on there and we have our live show yeah um normally we're doing the live show right here right now at this particular time on a wednesday night but we're trying to take a break and it's easier to do the podcast and to worry about a live show we're refreshing our canvases yeah definitely we need a brand new clear white canvas yeah. and start on a different level because we do we we're so excited about all this stuff all these mm -hmm. ideas that we have and i'm looking at you and you're looking at me and we're exhausted yeah we are, exhausted. <laughs> we are so exhausted i'm glad that this is not on video i know i look so pale <laughs> yeah and i and i just look a wreck i really do but this is again real life hannah and i are real people and we try to plug into our audiences where we try and feel try and understand what everybody's going through but again it's really up to you to paint those we're not going to come over and uh we're know, not magicians we're not magicians not at all you know um many people ask us if we can open their third eye we're not the type of people we can't we can't just open your switch mm -mm. yeah you know, we can give you the tools mm -hmm. but it's your job to yeah. do it Yep, it's it's a metaphor. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Anybody can open their third eye. You just gotta listen to what we say, and you gotta meditate. That's all. I've been on this whole thing tonight with the painting a better picture, and I'm painting better pictures myself. But I want everybody to realize too. You have the ability to change. Sometimes you're going through such deep, hard, emotional times that you eventually get to a point where you say, enough, things are going to change. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to just change by painting it, but you're going to actually change yourself, not metaphorically. It's going to be physically. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just talking about changing the clothes, but you're going to start changing your attitude, the people you allow in your, your environment. life your environment, everything you wanted to do, you can actually do it. Because sometimes you're going to realize there's down moments in your life. And that's fine. Everybody has them. And they could change. They sometimes change quicker than you could change, you know, the weather or whatever. But when you really want change, when you really, really want to get out of a situation you're in, or you're just sick and tired of feeling negative, you can change that. And a lot of times, you have to change your environment, the people around you, and you guys start sticking up for yourself. Explore more colors. Yes, explore more colors. Dig deep, okay? Use that color wheel. Use it in ways that it's not even supposed to be used. Mm -hmm. Change, change, change. That's the only way you're going to change situations. It's the only way you're going to change yourself. You have to change that environment, but you've got to be committed to it. 
You can't be controlled anymore. You're in control of your life. Again, throwing tools at you. Just learn how to use them. Mm-hmm. I'll help you. I'll teach you how to use them. But you got to do it. All right? Because I've been looking at a lot of comments, a lot of pages. And even in the most happiest moments, there's always somebody throwing something negative in there. All right? You need to change that. Change that painting. Start drawing differently. And you may have to make a major change in your life. There's nothing wrong with that. I've done it a bunch of times. Got different chapters in your life. Yep. Your journey never stops. It doesn't. Sometimes the book never ends. The story doesn't end. You're going to keep writing new chapters over and over again. So I just wanted to throw that out there because... uh, Again, I'm concerned with everybody. I, I think Hannah and I both, we're always trying to reach out to help people mm-hmm. in some sort of way, whether it's spiritual or just, but sometimes I got to get a little hardcore with people. You got to change because you got to change. Yeah. I'm a firm believer of slapping reality into people's faces sometimes. I've yes. always been that type of friend. And, you know, it's funny. I actually did like a little TikTok trend and it was like, Name something that you wish you knew about me before becoming my friend. And I'm not even lying when I say at least eight people. They were like, you give brutal, honest advice, but there's nothing wrong with it. I just wasn't used to it. But I'm always going to be real with people. That's just how I am. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything because sometimes the slap in reality is what people need. Obviously, I'm not going to be rude. If you're my friend, maybe, yeah, a little rude. but um, Right. And I, in the same way, I could come across as harsh, but sometimes I do. I do mean to be harsh because sometimes people need that. Need it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because they're just not listening. And I want you to hear exactly what I'm saying, but you got to be harsh sometimes. This way you understand. Yeah. Sometimes it's important that you get that point across. And if you're not focusing and you don't want to understand, that's not on me. Mm-hmm. That's on you. So yeah. take what we give you. We're slapping that dirty paintbrush out of your hand and giving you a new one. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, this has been another great podcast. I, I love doing these podcasts. We're going to be doing so much more. Hannah, yeah. I know I want you to do your own. I will. <laughs> and, but again... I got a lot going on. We We both do. That's why I haven't done my own either. But I do want to get into that sub podcast. Soon. Yeah, very soon. We're going to start bringing that uh, because... Hopefully May. Mm -hmm. Yeah, May. We're going to start. Um, We'll be in the new place. The studio will be a lot quieter. You Mm -hmm. won't hear the babysitting in the background. And we're even thinking about doing uh, the fireside chats. Fireside Fridays. Yes. I'm, I think that's going to be a hit. Yeah. But then, like I said, there's ideas I want to do outside the meditation. And I know Hannah probably has a lot of ideas where she wants to do stuff Mm -hmm. outside. And those will be our own sub podcast. So go to that website. Yeah. I was just about to say, just be sure to check out third eye meditation dot on podium dot C O. And then also be sure if you are on Facebook to follow us at third eye meditation. 
Yes. And even though I didn't mention at first, I'll let Hannah do. Oh, Because yes. we always want to mention somebody. Yeah. So be sure to check out Jen at Minds Eye Metaphysical for all of your metaphysical needs. Um, she is located at 3 Railroad Ave, Marietta, PA, 17547. Her website is www.mindseyemetaphysical.com. She is great. There's also Angelo, her psychic there, and he is unbelievably talented, gifted. Um, if you guys, like I said, on Facebook and you find Minds Eye Metaphysical, she does have a private group and they do shows too. Mm-hmm. Um, Minds Eye Monday. Minds Eye Monday. Yep. And they're just wonderful. You know, if if it wasn't for Minds Eye Metaphysical, Third Eye Meditation, we wouldn't be. So we're just forever grateful for Jen. We love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I love that girl so much. She really changed my life around. So look up all of her services, especially her Reiki sessions. Yes. Yeah, she absolutely changed my life with that. And if you like what you hear, you're on the website, you're on Facebook, you can message us, but you could also contact us. 717-746-6164. Reach out. I don't care if yeah. you wanted to give us some suggestions um, or if you just got questions, you could call or you could even text. But also, while you're at all that, when you reach out to us, if you have a small business, eclectic, witchy, fun, exciting, something different, Definitely go on our website, and if you want to be a guest, either on our Facebook Live show or one of our podcasts, fill out the form. There's a link right at the top for it. If you want to be a guest, we'd love to have you. Yes, we would. I love love having guests. I do. I love figuring people out. Yeah, and just listening, especially people that have businesses Mm -hmm. and they pour their personalities into the business. Yeah, we are so excited for that. I think this summer. When we're all set in the new studio, I think I want to go out on the road and start finding these yeah. little shops, maybe interviewing people right from your shops. So especially if you're in the Pennsylvania area, um, but no matter where you are, uh, we could always stream you in. Yeah. Um, but we'd love to have you. We'd love to hear from you. So definitely reach out to us. Again, the links are going to be in the synopsis of this show. Mm-hmm. If you have anything else. No, I hope everyone has a great rest of your day, night, morning, whatever time you're watching right now. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. I appreciate it. And we love everyone here who supports us here at Third Eye Meditation. Absolutely. Thank you all again. Don't forget to check out the website and we will be in touch with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.